Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to The Spilled Tea, your place for the latest on pop culture, entertainment news, and LGBT issues. Now, here are your hosts. Welcome to another edition of The Spilled Tea. This is one of your co-hosts, David. Um, I was almost late last week, so I think it's the other co-host's turn this week. Um, Dallas and Kyle haven't joined me yet, but I'm sure they will shortly. I um, almost was actually late this week. You can blame Jonathan Scott for that because there is a Property Brothers marathon on HGTV, and I just, I get sucked in. He's like my perfect guy. He's tall. He's got a perfect butt, and he knows how to fix things around the house. It's like, hello, how perfect can you get? But um, there's still a marathon on, and I'm watching it on mute right now, and I'm secretly a little upset, but it's okay. Um I'm just going to wait for the um, other boys to get here. So our show today, we're going to be discussing how people handle um, either being lied to or having to lie to somebody. Um, We're going to also discuss the notion of cougars and how they're really, well, I mean, sugar daddies is for, for men who date younger women, but Women kind of get a stigma when they date younger men. They're kind of looked down upon. And it's not called sugar mama. It's called a cougar, which I just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. And then I just thought, as I'm labeling, you know, talking about labels, cougars and sugar daddies, I just thought it was interesting as to why we have to label each other in the gay community. I just, I don't get why. And I want to know why. And um, seeing as though Kyle is 107, he probably knows why, and he was probably there for the first time that a gay was labeled, so he could have some insight for me. Um, Yeah, so I had an interesting weekend. Um, I did see, because the whole cougar thing came up because of um, Jennifer Lopez, when I saw a uh, boy next door, it was actually a really great movie. I recommend everybody go see it. It's not really a thriller. It's more suspense. Um, it's not even a psychological thriller. The only psychological part about it is you're wondering, why is he crazy? They explain her completely. They explain that she's a mother of a teenage boy, and she's an English teacher at a high school. They explain that she's in this marriage where the husband cheated nine months ago. Um, So she's kind of iffy when it comes to dating. She's not sure she wants her husband back. She's not sure what she wants. They don't really explain Ryan Guzman. His character after a one-night stand, just turns insanely crazy. They never explain it. And that's the only psychological part about it to me. Uh, We never get that explanation, which kind of sucks. But um, 
Yeah, so that's why the whole notion of Cougars came up, because now there are rumors that J-Lo, who is in her 40s, is dating Ryan Guzman, who's in his 20s. He's 27, I think. I'm just like, oh, God. So, um, yeah, um, right now, <laughs> sorry, I just turned to the TV, and right now um, on Property Brothers, again, Jonathan is six foot five, and his identical twin, uh, Drew, is six foot five. They decide... <laughs> to test how big this chair is in this house that they're showing these people. So the tall black guy sits down, his Asian girlfriend sits next to him, and then Jonathan decides to sit on their lap, and then Drew decides to sit on the arm. It's just so funny. I love them. Anyway, I'm sorry. Um, by the way, I tweeted J-Lo. First of all, I love the fact that... Um, Jennifer Lopez, her fans call her J-Lo. Well, J- people call Jennifer Hudson J-Hud, and people call um, Jennifer Lawrence J-Law. Well, Jennifer Lawrence hates that nickname. She just thinks it's tacky. And Jennifer Hudson thinks it's kind of cool, you know, just kind of hood, you know. But J-Lo, actually, that's her, if you follow her on Twitter, it's at J-L-O. She, like, embraced it. I've said a lot of things about J-Lo over the years. Sometimes she's a bad actress. Sometimes she's a good actress. She's been married three times. She's had countless boyfriends. But the one thing that is really true about her is she really loves her fans. And I just think that that's kind of cool that she had this moniker of J-Lo. And she kind of just ran with it. She's like, you know what? Cool. That's me. Sorry, I just thought that was cool and I wanted to mention that. Still waiting for the boys. Not sure they are. I might have to get started without them. Um, we'll see. We'll see. I'm sure that they're running late. Um, what else can I talk about before? Oh, since Kyle doesn't really care about it anyway. Um... Young and the Restless actually cast a new Kyle. They've been talking about Kyle. Kyle, um, since Summer is no longer Kyle's half-sister, he can now become a love interest all over again. My thing about it is Kyle, the new Kyle is this Australian kid who looks like a ton of fun. Oh, my gosh, I stalked him on um, Instagram. Well, you know what? I can't really say that I stalked him because he put himself on Instagram and I just, you know, saw it. Um, oh, God, what's his name? Um, shoot, I'm trying to think of his name. It's um, Lack, uh, Lachlan. I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. Lachlan... Um, Hmm. Lachlan something. Anyway, he's Australian, and he's in his 20s. Lachlan Buchanan, sorry. If you follow him on Instagram, you will see this kid is crazy. He is so fun. He's he's this type of person where, and he's just like me. Like, he'll take, like, silly pictures of himself over serious, and he'll, like, do the silliest thing. I don't know. I just, I can appreciate somebody who 
doesn't take flattering pictures of himself, you know. I personally don't like doing that, so again, I I love when people don't. But anyway, that's the new that's the new Kyle, not the Kyle that's on the phone. Um, hi. hi there. Sorry. <laughs> How are you? It's okay. I was late last week, though. So. Um, I was just talking about your favorite topic, Young and the Restless. Um, okay. They're getting a new Kyle. Oh, okay. He's he's this Australian boy named, oh, I'm butchering his name, I know it, Lachlan Buchanan. And I was saying, if you search him on Instagram, he's got, like, the fun, like, the most fun pictures. He, like, takes unflattering pictures. He has weird videos. But he's a blonde. And I'm sick of, first of all, we have so many blonde women on the show. It's like, it's like Hitler is casting. Seriously. Everybody's blonde. And then we got the blonde guys. So the reason why I mention this is because, now Kyle doesn't follow the show anymore, but whatever. What's his um, last name? Buchanan, like um, the oh. the president. Wait, was there a president Buchanan? Yeah, there was. Um, he's your type, too. He's cute. He's tall. Um, Australian. But he's going to have an American accent, he said. Um so I'm interested to see that. Um, the reason why I mention this is because they have a character named Tobias who is played by my, one of my new crushes. His name is Jeffrey Todd. If you want to follow him on Instagram, it's um, J-E-F-F-R-E-Y-T-O-D, one D at the end. But his real name has two. Anyway, Tobias is a spy at Jabot's lab for Victor. I was thinking, if they keep him on, he's only been relegated to Stitch, Abby, Victor, and um, Ashley. If they keep him on, he could be Scotty Granger. Lauren has no kids there. She has Finn that comes in and out, and I just think it would be perfect if, um, if he was Scotty Granger. What do you think? Who are you talking to? You. Me? Oh, well, I don't discuss Young and the Restless. You know that. <laughs> I have, I, I'm so, <laughs> I mean, I, I remember Scotty on the show, but, I mean, I, I, I'm a bad person to talk to about this. <laughs> oh, whatever. Well, did, did you look up um, Latchman and did you look up Jeffrey? Uh, Jeffrey doesn't have any posts, and um, I think Latchman's name is Lachlan. Whatever. Anyway, but I but I if but it I'm was Lachlan, why is there no well, if there's no if it was Lachlan, why is there an A? It should be an A. Or it should be or sorry, it should be an O. Like the guy Lachlan from a um, scary movie. That's clearly Lachlan. Well, yeah, but look at Catherine Bach. Bach is B A C H. Oh, whatever. <laughs> oh, please! Like you're really gonna throw shade at people whose names are spelled different than pronounced Chardet. Sadie, Sadie, what lady? I'm just saying, make it easy for us, those damn Aussies. Um, but yeah, Jeff, Jeffrey Todd, he, he mostly he does post a lot on Insta, but he's mostly a Twitter person, and he's so adorable. Like, and I don't know if he was offended by this, but I said he's the sexiest nerd ever because he like wears a lab coat. He's this tall, skinny guy. His face is insane. He is. So beautiful. Like, he should model how beautiful he is. 
and he's got this sweet smile. They need to keep him because Ashley just fired him. So I hope they keep him. I just tweeted Chuck Pratt. Not that that's going to do any good. Well, you never know, actually, because um, I have a bit of news for you, Kyle. I was about to tell everybody. So I seen The Boy Next Door, and I really liked it. And (laughs) you know me. So I I typed in um, at The Boy Next Door proves that at J-Lo is pure crazy. Um, Poor, I said, pobrecito, Ryan Guzman, not his face, because something happens to his face. J-Lo favorited it, that shit. Okay. She favorited it. <laughs> Thank you. So the power of David is strong. Sure, it probably was her assistant, but I'm going to think it was actually J-Lo. So you never know. Maybe Chuck Pratt will say, hey, he got favorited by J-Lo. Maybe he's important. Hey, maybe I'll listen to him and keep, keep the bias. So <laughs> for all you people who like Tobias and like Jeffrey Todd, um, start hashtag Save Tobias. And, and Chuck Pratt is on Twitter, so go get him. Um, yeah. So, why? since we were talking about J-Lo, why don't we talk about cougars? Um, I feel like, and we've discussed this before a little bit, I feel like straight men get slapped on the wrist, or not even slapped on the wrist, pats on the back for being older and dating younger. Robin Thicke, he got divorced after being with someone for 24 years. His new girlfriend, now Robin Thicke is like two years younger, no, a year younger than me. Guess how old his new girlfriend is? Twelve. So he's 37. His new girlfriend is 19. Okay? 19. Wow. That's disgusting. He was with her long... He was with Paula longer. This girl wasn't even born. Okay? That is disgusting. Yet, J-Lo is now being rumored to be with Ryan Guzman, who's 27, and she's in her 40s. And people kind of think she's like, hmm you shouldn't date young men, blah, blah, blah. George Clooney did it all of his life. He's married to a younger woman. And no one's saying anything really negative about him. They're joking about it, but they're not saying anything negative. But J-Lo, she gets crucified. What are your thoughts on cougars? <laughs> um, oh, wait, wait. Sorry, I'm talking to the wrong person. I just realized that. Holy mother. Well. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I, you know, it's, For everyone who it's, doesn't know, Kyle is 106, and he likes to date men in their 20s. So, I'm just kidding. He's not 106. And I don't date. Oh, girl. <laughs> You just turn, do you just, like, turn them out and then turn them out? Like, what do you do? Well, you know. Anywho, can I, oh, can I, can my I God. respond? New York has um, made you a Samantha. Well, we need to, um, well, I just want to make oh. sure that we wrap this up before the SAG Awards. I'm watching the red carpet right now. Um, oh, yes, that's exactly why you want to wrap this up. Sure. So, my mm-hmm. thoughts on Cougars, I mean, it's like, 
you know what? To each his own. I mean, I, I mean, I like. I mean, when it's in the celebrity world, I like kind of joking about like Adrian Maloof's, you know, twelve-year-old boyfriend, and um, mm-hmm. and then you know Madonna dating, you know, everyone that's like you know went to school with her her kids or something. Yeah. I mean, it's fun to it's fun to joke about, but you know what? It's like if they love him, they love him. If they like him, it's like, it's like you know, my dud. It's just kind of fun to talk about. Because mm-hmm. sometimes it's so blatantly obvious that that's yeah. what they're doing. I mean, trying and to save their views. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, it'd be interesting to know. I mean, if someone is like, if people are consistently dating people younger, there's got to be another yeah. reason. Is it because they're chasing the young or whatever, or if they're just thinking, well, no, you know, I just fall in love with who I fall in love with. It's like, well, that would be different if maybe the the range of people that you were dating were, you know a bigger range, like from 25 to 55 mm. as opposed to, what's well, the same thing, like when you have, you know, I mean, it's like that, that, what about the opposite cougar, about the younger women that date the older man specifically, you know? So it's like... Right. They get stigmatized so, too that they want money. Right, gold You know? <laughs> yeah. So what about, what about that, um, that gay guy who just married... He's 57, and he just married a 25-year-old. In, what? Um, no. You didn't hear about that? No. Okay. So Stephen Fry. He's an actor? Stephen Fry, he's an actor. He's um, a writer. He's been in a lot. Um, he's been in Lord of the Rings. Um, shoot, what else has he been in? The British guy. I don't know who he is. Yeah, his boyfriend, like, he started dating this guy, and then they just got married, 27 years old. He's 57. So? They're- so? More power. Good. Go- you go, girl. You go, girl. But That's all I have. The thing say. about it is, the thing that drives me crazy is they just started dating, like, literally, like, two months ago. Like, and now they're married. It's like, ugh. Not not this again, you know, like <laughs> they're lesbians. Um so yeah. about dating against type, you just made me think of this. Guess who Leonardo DiCaprio was dating? Um, another hmm. model? <laughs> no, actually it's Rihanna. What? She took him to Barbados to meet her family. Ooh. Oh wow. I was like, damn, not only does Leonardo DiCaprio like a little sugar in his coffee, but he actually didn't date a Victoria's Secret model. This is, like, huge. This is huge news. This is progress, folks. I, I mean, Martin Luther King Jr. is, like, really happy right now. Um, yeah. So I guess the topic of cougars is something that Kyle should not be talking about. Um, we'll move on. Oh my God! I'm, so just to just to fill you in, I just looked online pictures of Stephen Fry and his husband Elliot yeah. Spencer. I know. My, I know. He looks know. like it's his son. I know because there's a 30 year age difference. That's why. Ugh. Sorry, here come but here come the sirens. Like no, they yeah. don't. Oh, thank you. Well, thank you at least for telling me about the sirens before they come. Um. So, we were just talking about cougars and sugar daddies. Why do we label ourselves in the gay community? 
So if you only date white guys and you're a black person, you are, oh, what is the term for that? There's a term. I can't remember. I'll get back to it. But if you're a white person and you only date black people, you're um, a black IP. I don't know if you know some of these. If you, <laughs> if you only date Hispanic people, no matter what color you are, you're, um, you're a bean burrito. If you only date Asians, you're, you're a rice queen. Um, if you date guys that are heavier, you're a bear chaser, and the heavy guys are named are bears. But bears are also people who have a lot of hair. So if you're heavier and you have a lot of hair, you're a bear. If you're skinny and you have a lot of hair, you're an otter. Jump in if I forget some stuff. Um, if you're skinny and blonde, you're a twink. Um, there's no real like term for an average gay guy who doesn't care. Um, now there's lumbersexual, which is basically somebody who doesn't shave or do anything, but no, no, no. I think actually lumbersexuals are people who do maintain their, their facial hair, right? So yeah, aren't they the guys that dress up in plaid and the boots and so look like lumberjacks, yeah. but okay. they're, it's like, yeah. yeah. But they maintain it. Right, right, right. Um, God, what are the other ones? The silver fox is like, like uh, George Clooney would be a silver fox. Very good looking guy with salt and pepper hair. <laughs> Kyle. Um, he's a bit older. <laughs> Um, what are the other ones? I'm trying to think. But my point is, why do we have all these labels? Any any insight on this, Kyle? I I just don't get. It. Is it? I think it. I think I it's just it. how. It's I I don't know if exactly if it's a gay thing. I think it's just a human thing that it's like it's been, you know, it's like everybody's got to have a you know a label for something because it's like no one is individuals of themselves, they've got to be labeled something. I mean, even like, well, I mean, you you forgot the main one, a person that marries a person of the opposite sex is a breeder. Forget that. Don't forget that. Oh, right, right, right. I forgot. I forgot breeder. Oh, and I forgot (laughs) a straight guy that hangs out with a gay guy is a fag stag. And then a straight girl that hangs out with a... I've never heard that. Yes, and a straight girl that hangs out with with a gay guy is a fag hag or a fruit fly. One of the two. I prefer fruit flies, but then again, I kind of swat at fruit flies and try to kill them, so I don't really like that term. I um, just call them... You never heard I of stag stag? Stag, no. Um, oh. For the girls, I don't like those two terms either, especially my girlfriend, but Michael, they didn't like it either, and they... So um, now I either call them just Claire or um, Grace Adler. Oh. Okay, well, you don't need to reinvent shit. <laughs> don't be reinventing the wheel, okay? Um, well, it's just me. I don't like Grace. I like Karen better without the booze. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know. Part of me thinks that we're just being fun and we like to have fun. But people take these labels serious, you know? It's like, I don't know. My favorite, though, and I don't know why, but my favorite has to be daddy, the daddy. I just think it's so funny. Like, you're gay. You're you're not. Most gay men don't want to reproduce at all, yet they want to be called daddy. I don't know. I just, I just find it funny. I don't know why. 
It was hilarious. But nobody says grandpa. Hmm. Maybe there should be a grandpa, you think? No. No. That's okay. scary. Okay. Um, so what are your feelings? The reason why I wanted to talk about this one is, so there's two types of lies. One lie they say is a good, you know, like a little white lie. And then the other lie is like a hardcore, like lie. So if I'm like, Kyle, how do I look in this? And you're like, you're a good girl. When really my ass is hanging out. Um, I'm not sure why Kyle would lie to me, but okay, you know, he's trying to be nice. But that's and you're just using me as an example. Guy. Yeah, right. you're just using me as an oh. example. Okay. Sure. But then there are people that out and out lie. They say, um, where were you last night? Oh, I was hanging out with my friend. Well, actually, they were with their side chick, you know? That's a new term I learned, side chick. Um so, yeah, that's another type of lie. But then there's actually a third lie that people don't even consider it being a lie. I call it the omission. So, where were you? I was at the club with my friends. But you're omitting the fact that your side chick was there as well. That's lying, too. So, I don't know. I kind of just wanted to get your thoughts on the whole lying thing. For me, personally... I am the worst liar because in my brain, I have to come up with a lie on the fly. And then I have to remember that I came up with that lie two minutes That's later, four minutes simple. later. So, so I, know, I, I try not to lie because I just can't, I can't keep up with it. I did lie once when I was a kid, and, you know, I, told, I talked about that last year. But what are your thoughts on, on being liars? Well, it all depends. I mean, I lie. I mean, I do the little white lies. You know, I do th- I do the lies where it's like, I don't want to make myself look too bad. I'll kind of like, kind of. it's more like a little white lie. There's no need for me actually to be a, a massive liar unless there's something. I mean, I don't know what the situation, what, I can't think of a situation, but technically it's like for me, little white lies every now and then. And then the, the omission thing, it's like, uh, I'm kind of on the fence about that. I mean, it's like, you're answering a question, but yes, you're not answering the truth completely. So it's not really lying. I mean, if I mean, if you were if you asked me, um, where were you last night, or what did you do last night, and if I said, oh, I went had dinner with a friend, and then I went to a a club and met some friends that are in from D.C., that's fine. I don't. I mean, what? I mean, you don't need to know everything else, and, and it's not that I'm keeping anything from you. It's just like I just answered the question. So. The omission thing to me is kind of like a, I mean, it's different. It's like if you were to say something like oh, you weren't hanging out with so-and-so, were you? It's like, no, I wasn't hanging out with him. But my omission could be like, but they were there, you know, but I didn't hang out with them. So that's kind of a little, a little bit of a different thing, I guess. But um, yeah. See, I still think it's a lie. I, I mean, I wouldn't. You should be t- saying, you should be offering that information, you know. But Why? Who's who? Well, but what, why is it? Why why do you need to? What what the the real question is? What are you trying to get at? I mean, if, if we're just having a casual conversation, I don't tell you everything. I'm not really lying, omitting anything, unless you're kind of accusing me of something. So it almost seems like, you know, if someone said, 
it, it all depends on the situation. It's like it, the, the real crux is, it's like, what do you want to know? If you well, ask a very say, vague question, you're going to get a vague answer. Well, let's say you're dating somebody and your ex shows up at that club. You uh-huh. should be the one to say, I was hanging out with my friend, oh, and so-and-so showed up. You should say that. You shouldn't omit right. it because that's lying. That's what I mean. Or if somebody kissed you at the club, you know, oh, I was, you know, my coworker was there and, you know, I don't know, we both kind of got drunk and we kissed. It was no big deal. That you need to talk about, you know. In a relationship-wise, maybe. Yeah. But, just, yeah. but in general, no. No, 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 no. I'm talking about relationship. I'm sorry. Also, the reason why I bring this up is because I was having a discussion, and I'm not trying to be shameless to plug in my book, but I was talking to my straight guy friends, and they're like, oh, I don't read. And I said, okay. I said, so, what would you do if you were dating a girl and, you know, you fell in love with this girl and months into the relationship, she decides to tell you, hey, guess what? I used to be a man. Most of my guy friends were like, I would break up with her right then and there. And I'm like, why? Tell me why. They said, it's not the fact that she is a trans woman. It's the fact that she lied to me. She didn't give me that choice. And so I put that on Facebook, and one of my friends was like, you know, it's not really a lie because you didn't act. I'm like, wait a minute, wait, wait, hang on. When you go on a date with somebody, do you ask, are you a real dude? Are you a real girl? <laughs> you don't ask that. That's not a question that comes up. Right. If you, you are a trans man or a trans <laughs> woman, you should be offering that information. Omitting that is lying. And that's why I was bringing it up. Do you agree, though? In that, in that case, that is a lie. You know what I mean? Or no, do you not you, think so? You mean if if I were to go out with someone mm-hmm. and they neglect to tell me that they were a trans, trans man or whatever without yes. me asking, would that be right. considered a lie is what you're saying? Yes. Um, well, I don't know if basically it would be a lie, but it would just be something about like I think it's just kind of a – a truth about who you are, you know, and it's almost like if you're if you can't even tell people with someone that you're mm-hmm. getting, especially with someone you're getting um, intimate or romantic with, yeah. I think there's a connection. You, why are you hiding something that's about yourself? I mean, mm-hmm. are you ashamed of it or what? I mean, yeah, lots of. I mean, even if I mean, even in, I mean, that's like like a different scenario. But like, if I were to be like you know, seeing someone else and going on a date or something, I should pony that information up. It's like, oh, by the way, so let you know that I'm dating, you know, I'm I'm kind of seeing someone, but I wanted to date, you know, go on a date with you or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think, I, you know, I've, there's been several occasions where I've had guys go out on dates and they find out at the very end of the date, like, oh, by the way, I have a boyfriend. It's like, then why are you wasting my time? Oh. You know? Yes, I know. And that's exactly... I mean, go ahead. Yeah. No, I was just going to no, say, I, it's I, like, you should pony it up. Like, I went on a date with this guy back in San Francisco. We had a great time. We hit it off, and I was like, wow, this guy actually 
you know, it's fun to talk to. He's cute. It's like he knows about what I do and what he what I know what he does. We could talk about, you know, marketing and stuff. It was great. And then something just kind of hit me where it's like there was a couple of times he made a notation about like not really a roommate, but he just I don't know what he said, but I finally just asked. It's like, so do you have a boyfriend? <laughs> Because, I mean, it was a couple times he said something without saying overtly that my boyfriend and I or anything like that. Mm. He says, and he said, yeah, um, you know, we've been together for 16 years. It's like, so I guess this, like, Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Stuff, we've only been together for 16 years? Only? Oh, he didn't say only. He said we've been together for oh. 16 years. And then I said something about, so does he open? I mean, do you date? I mean, I didn't go in. I didn't want to know too many specifics. I mean, I don't, it's not my place. Right. And right. he just said, yeah, it's like, it's all good. It's like, well, okay, because it's nice meeting you and stuff. It's like, well, I'm glad. I said, because the, the funny thing is, it's like on your profile online, you don't say anything about being in an open relationship or something. So it's just kind of like, right. you know. It was he lied. I mean, he, he I still slept with him. So he lied. <laughs> oh, my God. Still, <laughs> of course you did. I told <sighs> you, he was cute. Oh, my God. You are a thought mess. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's my new thing. Instead of a hot mess, a thought mess. Um, yeah, so the reason why I talked about that is after saying that, you know, I said, well, guess what? That's one of the storylines in one of my books, you know? And he's like, oh, my God, that's awesome. So just wanted to put it out there and promote my little book, new book. Um you want to follow it on Twitter at Who I Am Books. Go up, go ahead, pick it up. Um, Kyle's read it. He's read actually. Wait, did you read all three? I didn't read the last one. I only read the first two. Oh. Well, what I did was, and I don't think I told you this. What I did was I combined all three of my books into one, and I did that before the first of the year. And so the books are on Google Play. They're on. Um, uh, iTunes, The Nook, um, Amazon, The Kindle. And I just checked my, you know, sales recently, and it's pretty popular on The Nook. I was really shocked. Um, I just sold um, more than I thought I ever would um, on The Nook about two weeks ago. So thank you, everybody, for buying. Um, yeah, I was pretty surprised. So, that's awesome. And if you, what's that? I said that's awesome. Yeah, and after you read it, I would love to hear your thoughts. Um, definitely, you know, contact me on Twitter at d o q u i n n seven six, or like I said, um, talk about the book, and I would really love to hear people's thoughts on it. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, this weekend was. Um, pretty good. I've been catching up on stuff. Um, but the most important thing I have to talk about right now is Kaya is about to experience his first winter. How nervous are you for Tuesday? Is Tuesday supposed to be the snowstorm? Huge storm. Like, they're well, predicting all- record. Yeah. As long as it's only one day. Yeah, let's hope so. Let's just say I'll work um, from home. The thing about New York and Boston that I love is they're really pedestrian cities. 
you know, maybe you can't drive your car. They are really quick to clean off the streets, the sidewalks. They're really quick to, you know, make things accessible for pedestrians. I really, really love that because today and yesterday, uh, yesterday I actually worked, um, I worked south of Boston, so it takes me about 20 minutes to get to work. Um, so yesterday, because of the I went in to work at like 4 a.m., no, 6 a.m., sorry. And um, I worked for about six hours, but it took me about an hour because of the storm to get to and from. But let me tell you, when I got home, I parked my car, and I walked to the T, and then walked to, um, got on the T and walked to the movie theater, it was so easy, so easy. The, the streets were clean, the the um, the sidewalks were cleared, everything was salted, and then even today, same thing. So, and I feel like New York does a good job of that too. So, um, good to but know. Yeah, Kyle's first winter. I'm so excited. <laughs> I I hope you're not like overwhelmed by the amount of snow. Because some winters, it's like you have one bad storm, and then, like, a week later, you have another. There was one January back in 2008. We had every week there was a snowstorm. Every week, Kyle. It was, like, a Wednesday or Tuesday. It was so bad that where I was working, I was working at Bank of America, they closed our branch once a week, and that has, they've never closed. But they literally closed the bank once a week in January. It was Amazing. So, but there was also a time back in 2008, um, they said, oh, my God, nor'easter, nor'easter, oh, my God, nor'easter. It was sunny. Schools closed. Businesses closed. It was so sunny out. I, I couldn't even believe it. I felt so bad for the weather people because they look like such morons, but... You win some, you lose some, right? Right. Um, yeah. So how was your weekend, my dear? What did you do? Um, let's see. So Friday, um, did I do anything? Oh, Friday I, just, I stayed in and just kind of like caught up on, on the TV and stuff. And then yesterday um, I did a little shopping with some friends and did my, excuse me, I had dinner with my friend Brent, who was in from L.A., and then um, I met the D.C. boys over at a bar, and we um, drank and caught up and giggled and laughed and had fun. And then today I just kind of had brunch, um, saw a friend of mine for a little bit, and then um, just kind of came back here. So it's been kind of low-key. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Very nice, my dear. Yeah. I just need to relax, and so I'm glad, like, today, like, the SAGs are on, so it's like, I'll watch that, and then just kind of hang tight, you know? No big deal. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Was um, Dallas otherwise engaged tonight? Um, yeah, I haven't heard from him, but that's okay. He's probably, um, either he forgot or he got busy with family, so it's fine. Oh, right. So, um... What did I do? You saw a movie. Well, Friday night, I don't remember what I did. Oh, yes, I remember. I went to bed kind of early on Friday because last minute our boss asked, you know, hey, can some can people work overtime? 
And if you work overtime, make sure that you, you know, drive safe coming in. So I went to bed a little early on Friday. And um, woke up at 4, got to, oh, I actually got to work early. I got to work at 5.30. And I worked 5.30 to 11.30. And then um, when I came home, I parked my car, I, I went to the movies, and I saw the, the boy next door. Now, can I just talk about this for a minute? This woman in the movie theater, she must have been about in her 40s. She brought her son, who was in his, like, teens. This movie, there was a graphic love scene. Like, he simulated going down on her. When he was, like, doing that, he was grabbing her bare boobs, so J-Lo's boobs were exposed. Like, you didn't see nipples, but, like, there's probably tape over the nipple so that, you know, if anything happens, whatever. But it was really graphic. And she was, like, talking the the whole time. I finally turned to her. I go, shh, quiet. I can't hear. And she looked at me like I was, like, the problem. And then there was this scene where Ryan's character said something, like he called Kristen Chenoweth's character the C-word. And so the guy all the way in the back goes, he called her the C-word. I'm like, thank you. I heard him. Like, why do people have to have to add their commentary. I don't understand. I don't get it. I felt like Brenda from Scary Movie. I paid my money just like everybody else in here. Shut up. That's what I felt like saying. But whatever. I just wanted to talk about movie etiquette. That's all. And I know I think I've talked about it before, but I don't think people heard me because nobody listens to the show. Anyway, um, I'm just kidding. People listen. Hi, Hala. <laughs> Hala is... Um, no, her name is Hala. She um H A L A. She is do you remember that model Asad Shaloub that I talked about? Uh-huh. She's his mother. And I became friends with her. And I keep telling I keep like I nickname her mom. But you would think I nickname her mom because she's like a mother figure to me. Well, sort of. I told her, I'm like, I'm gonna marry your son just to let you know. She's like, Oh, okay, yeah. And then I told him, I'm like, We're gonna get married. He was like, Yeah, okay, whatever. So, um, so I just wanted to say hi to her. I love her. And whenever I do shout-outs, I always say hi to her. And um, also, I know that one of our super fans who's always listened, she's probably listened to all of our shows, um, Mary, I, I just love her. She's so sweet. And, um, yeah, I just wanted to shout-out to those peeps. But um, I don't know why I was bringing that up. Anyway, um, and then today I had brunch with my friends at Club Cafe, which is my spot. Everybody knows that. And it was the first time he and his boyfriend had ever been there, so it was really sweet to see like them all like, oh, my God, it's a buffet. $16.50, Kyle, and you get a buffet, okay? <laughs> Thank you. The three of us, we only paid, it came up to a total of like $76 before the tip. So that's a bargain because they had like three mimosas. So, but yeah, it was tasty food. And then I came home and I was planning on watching a ton of movies, but I never got to any of them. I was just been so lazy today. So, and then I almost missed the show again. I was almost late. And um, I said at the beginning of this show, it's because of um, Jonathan Scott and his beautiful butt. 
Um, there's a Property Brothers Marathon. Oh, God. So, yeah, I guess that's basically all the topics that we have today. Um, I hope you guys tune in tomorrow. I think Kyle's actually going to tune in tomorrow. It's going to be a late-night one, so if you don't tune in, I'm okay with that. Just listen tomorrow, um, on Tuesday when you're snowed in. I'm going to be speaking with the guy who was the head writer for um, East Fashion Police before Joan passed away. His name is Tony Chipolio, or is it Chipoli? Chipoli. Um, first of all, he's a gay. Second of all, he's gorgeous. Holy shite. He is, like, so gorgeous. I'm going to be flirting up a storm. I just hope Jonathan Scott doesn't hear and get jealous. Wow, he is so gorgeous. So, tune in tomorrow. Um, it's going to be my first interview by myself. I am so flipping nervous. Um, and also, there was a, um, a Twitter comment that somebody wanted me to talk to Assad again. I've been trying to coordinate that, but definitely been busy. We I interviewed him last year, and he was... He had a more open schedule. Now he's, like, so busy. I tried to get him um, this weekend, but it just didn't pan out. So I'm still trying. Don't worry. Me and my husband will um, we'll talk. <laughs> and um, did you hear our first interview with him? Um, I don't think I did yet, no. Let me tell you. He's right in, up your alley because he's 21. And he is so gorgeous. I know that a lot of people say stuff like, oh, I don't really like Asian men, or oh, I don't really like black guys, or oh, I don't really like this and that. I don't care if you've never, ever been attracted to a Lebanese man. You'll see him, and you will hear his voice, and you won't want to have his children. Like, he is so beautiful. And he is a really nice guy. He's got a good head on his shoulders. And of course, he's got an amazing mother. His mother, Hala, is so amazing. And she and I, we talk pretty pretty consistently. We've both been kind of busy lately, but she really is an amazing woman. And you can tell how he is such a good guy because of how his, his mother is, you know, so. Oh, God, I know that all the women are going to flock to him now, and I'm not going to have a chance to marry him. <laughs> anyway, um, but, yeah, that's that's what I'm planning for. And, um, Kyle, what's the rest of your week look like? Um, just back to work. Uh, my, um, my coworkers are back from L.A. this week, so we're gearing up for our next campaign, so it should be should be quite busy because um, we have to shoot in mid-February, so we're right in the middle of pre-production, so we've got a lot of work to do, so gearing up the map. And I may have, um, I may meet my former boss who's just starting a new job on Monday. Um, I may meet him midweek just to catch up and see how his um, new job is going. Now, is he transferring out to New York, too? No, he already lives in New York. He was working at another job, and he quit. Um, he's going over to um, another retailer. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah. See how he lives here. 
Well, geez, it sounds like your whole life is like centered around New York, you know? <laughs> my, it was like um, I was predestined. I was chatting with uh, my good friends today that um, you know I've known for several several years. They moved here about six years ago, but they used to live in San Francisco. That's how I know them. Um, and mm-hmm. they were just talking, and I was just talking to them about what what's been going on, what I've been doing, and stuff. And my friend John Luca looked at me and he says, he said, "It is amazing." He says, "Your life since you've been here, six, you moved here. It'll be six months next month." So your life mm-hmm. has gone a complete 360. It's like you were one wet, you know. It's like you're more active. Well, not active. He wants me to get my fat ass to the gym. Um, but you're, I'm more social. I'm more out. I'm just doing more things as opposed to coming home every night and just watching TV. Not that there's anything bad with that. I enjoyed that. But there was – I didn't – in San Francisco, which I love, 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 but I wasn't embracing the city as off, as as much as I should have. And that's – Kind of came with the fact that I I lived there for twenty years, um, whereas New York it's new so and fresh. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a good thing. Mhm. Yeah, I've definitely had my like last week. I've been trying to really fight this cold, but because of the fact that I was working overtime, so I was getting up at four a.m., leaving at four thirty, and then you know going to bed at like eleven. My body was just like, you need a rest. So I've been trying to fight this, like, I think I'm, like, at 85% and I'm, like, stagnant. So aside from last week, I've really been able to kind of, like, go out and do stuff. Even at my worst day in Boston, it's still better than my best day in Western Mass. So Um, the only thing is I miss my, you know, friends and family out in Western Mass, you know, my my fribblings, I call them my fribblings, they're friends slash siblings. I miss them. I miss the kids. Um, I guess my niece, she said she's two years old and she's blonde and hair and blue eyes. I guess she discovered, again, she's two. She discovered that her hair is getting darker, so she told her mother, Mommy, I don't want my hair to get dark. I hate dark hair. And she's like, her mother's like, I have dark hair. She's like, well, you got a pretty face and you wear pretty jewelry and you wear pretty clothes, but I hate your hair. You should probably change it to blonde like me. Two years old. Two years old. I'm like, what the hell? And I missed that because I, I would have been there for that conversation, you know, and she's so funny. I can't wait to see her. But other than that, I just, I love, I love the independence I have out here. Huh. Which but, is great. Yeah. But like you, like, I didn't mind. I don't mind coming home and relaxing and watching TV here in Boston. But today, this weekend, I was out and about. You know, and that was nice because I hadn't got hadn't gone out in a while. So it was good to see my besties. So yeah, I like to mix it up. I, I think I don't think I can do what you do, which is you know you have a busy social life. You know, I don't think I could do that. That that's never going to be me. But if I can, you know, mix it in with my time alone, I can do that, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, aside from the SAG Awards, what um, what else are you watching or have you watched this week? Have you caught up on your soaps yet? Um, no, I'm a couple of episodes behind on, on Journal Hospital. Um, I am trying to catch up on Pretty Little Liars. Um so I've got that kind of stuff to do. So, but lately, I mean, it's like I'm kind of getting frustrated with General Hospital too. It's like, I, do I want to be soap free? I mean, it's scary. Mm. 
I like having my soaps, but it's almost like nothing is it's thrilling. It's nothing is thrilling anymore. It's almost thinking like, do I yeah. want to just stop watching? You know? Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people are there. You know, I only watch one where I used to watch more than that. Right. And I'm not going to leave, but I'm just like, I'm just bracing myself. It's like when you see you're about to hit a wall, like you're driving in a car and you're about to hit a wall and you brace yourself because Charles Pratt Jr. just took over the show. And Susan Lucci went on record saying that he destroyed all my children. And it was his fault that the show got canceled. Susan Lucci, who had been there from the beginning. So I'm just bracing myself for Y&R, you know? Um, mm mm-hmm. I also, I don't know if I, I think I may have talked about it last week. Empire? Did I talk about Empire last week? Um, no. We did. Oh, we did? Oh. Yeah. Um, love that show. Um, still awesome show. Um, I just feel, well, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, and How to Get Away with Murder starts next week, too. Ugh. You know, I haven't even... I just can't. I I saw one episode, and I wasn't impressed. No. Um, okay. Did you watch the ending of uh, American Horror Story? Unfortunately. Well, how did it end? I don't care. I didn't... I, didn't, I don't care about it. I kind of gave up on it, and I would watch episodes yeah. whenever I felt like it, and it was just kind of like, yeah, it was just kind of another. I don't know. There was some. I know the ratings have been really well, good, and everything like that, but it's just, it's just not really. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I talked to a friend of mine, a friend that I hung out with last night. He works at E, and we were talking about some of the shows that I watched, and I don't understand why it's still in the air. And we talked about like specifically, we talked about um, American Horror Story, but he said the ratings were really well, and I said something about Whitney the Lifetime movie, and he said the ratings were through the roof. He said they're going to repeat that thing until March. Because it was a good movie. It was really good. Um, okay, well, we can agree to disagree on that one. Yes, I, that's right. You thought it was trash. You thought it was trash. Yeah. <laughs> you weren't watching the same damn movie I was. I thought it was amazing. And the part so. that got me was... Um, Whitney, she lost her baby, and when her mother walked in the room, and she, Yaya just, like, cried and reached out for her mother, I felt that was a real moment, and I just, like, was bawling. Oh, gets me. I saw it twice. Um, yeah. So, the thing I wanted to talk about, Empire, I don't know if I talked about, did I talk about Terrence Howard's casting last week? Um, I don't remember. I mean, we talked about the show, so. The thing that I don't like about the fact that Terrence Howard is attached to this show is that his character is probably the most evil father in history. So there are flashbacks of when he discovered that his son was gay as a boy. So Taraji P. Henson, a.k.a. Cookie, I just love her name, she, um, they were all in the living room, the whole family, cousins, uncles, whatever. And the little boy came out dressed in um, a girl's hat, jewelry, and heels. And immediately Terrence Howard's character gets up and scoops him up and runs to the back with him. 
and Taraji's following him. Oh my God, Lucius, you get over here. He takes his son to the back of the house and throws him in the trash. Legit. I've never seen that before in my life. I've never he been like. He doesn't throw him never, in the trash. He, I, he gently plays no, him, him in the trash. No, he threw him in the trash. He threw him in the trash. Let me tell you. There was a bunch of trash lined up on the side of the house. He threw the kid. I've never gasped before. Like, it was, it was horrifying. So that's, like, the worst thing you could ever do. But my thing is, Terrence Howard has a history. And I looked this up. Two ex-wives and three ex-girlfriends have charged him with battery. Why is he playing such an evil person? He's not going to get any awards now because people are going to be like, he's playing himself. I just think he's, like, typecast, basically. I don't think he should be playing this role. I, I don't know who told him it was a good idea. Plus, he was part of Iron Man until he wanted more money and then said, Robert Downey Jr., he's trying to, to get me off this project. He doesn't want me to be stuck, blah, blah, blah. So... He got pushed off that project, so he's difficult to work with, but it's like, what are people thinking? Why did he get killed? He's doing a great job being an asshole, but is he really an asshole, or is he playing one? I I just feel like, I get uncomfortable when he's on the screen. I really get really uncomfortable. And his character did something, which I'm not going to ruin for anybody. He did something in, like, the second episode that's completely unforgivable. So, I, I don't know. His character is the worst character on the show. Everybody else, even Precious's blonde wig is, like, a better cast member than him. I don't know, but whatever. That's my rant on Terrence. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to be working. I'm bracing for the storm. And hopefully this week I get to watch those Movies that I said I would watch this week. I have tomorrow off, but I have to go to my doctor's office because they want me to do, um, I did like my physical in December, but they want me to come back and do like a HEP A and B test. So, and that's at like six o'clock. So it's like an odd time, but it's the only one I can get. And then I'm interviewing Tony at 11. So, so yeah, um, hopefully it's going to be a, Low-key but busy week. So if you don't have any, well, Kyle, final words? Um, No, I just wish everybody a really good week. And we're gearing up for ending of January. Can you believe January is almost over? I know. February is right upon us. And my favorite holiday is coming up, and I still don't have a freaking Valentine. Johnson Scott, if you're listening, I'm single, you're single, we can do this. Just saying, just saying. Um, cool. Well, thank you for joining me, my dear. I appreciate it. It was lovely talking to you, and I will probably talk to you online like we always do. Of course. All right, night, everybody. Thanks for listening. Good night. Bye. 
feel thirsty for more tea? Then check out our upcoming and archived shows right here on our Blog Talk Radio page. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at The Spilled Tea and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The Spilled Tea. Thanks for listening to tonight's episode of The Spilled Tea.